host to Rom-Coms. We are so excited to have you here today or whatever day you're listening. Because <laughs> who knows? Could be today. It could be 2022. Oh, I like that. Looking to the future. Yep. Oh, aren't we all? I think I think so. <laughs> I think we're ready to be done with this year. Yes. Have been for quite some time. So right you are. This is Allison. Um, Marie, where a toast to rom comes. You said that. I know. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, you know us. We don't know you, but we like rom coms and drinking. It's true. <laughs> you were like gearing up like you were going to make like a huge point and then it, that was it. I was, I was going to say and movies, but that's what rom-coms <clears throat> are. So I was like, just let it go. I have a blanket draped over the back of my chair and I put my hand down and I just see. Oh, <laughs> it's like kitty cat paws going for you. Yep. Okay. Now I see your tail. So it's, I know it's for sure. It's not a ghost. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. So we have now been done with the Rotten Tomatoes top 50 rom-coms list for some time. And then we did Netflix rom-coms and then we did Halloween specials. And now we're doing something a little different. <clears throat> Let's see if I can explain this in a way. I mean, it's not that hard. So we're <laughs> going to do a little series of rom-com movies that one of us hasn't seen so we have we kind of got together I have a giant list of future podcast movies and we went down the line and we determined oh I haven't seen that one. Oh, Marie hasn't seen that one so that's what we're gonna do for a little bit so we're starting with one that I haven't seen before I think it's I see I thought it was like from two years ago and then one of the jokes they made was about Facebook like, someone having Facebook it was like oh that's been a while then and those nice flip phones that you see throughout the entire movie and that first generation iPhone oh my god I didn't even pick up on the <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were there They're, like a lot uh, oh I you know I have such nostalgia for them I guess like probably because like there was nothing to do with it. You couldn't just be on your flip phone. I mean, you could play Snake. You could play Snake. You could wait for, like, dial-up to connect <laughs> to the internet <laughs> for, like, 20 minutes and then have no way to get anywhere. I mean, you're going to be on it all the time because T9 took for fucking ever to create a text. So, yeah, that's true. Um, and you only had, like, so much space. So you had to like really think through your text yeah. to get your point across. And then it would come across if it was multiple pages, it would be all jumbled and you have to like flip through the worst. Yeah. Don't have I a fight with your that. significant other on flip phone text. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It was high school. It was not important. You, you couldn't call each other. Nope. You had to do that. Millennials. Hashtag millennials. Did we say the name of the movie? No, we didn't. Great. You want to you wanna intro yeah. this bitch? So we're wa watching, well, we watched, we're going to talk about the movie She's Out of My League today. I am so pissed. They literally just took it off of Netflix October 31st. I was like, man, I have to rent this. I know. Because I, it was free on, I have cable, so it was free on demand for me, but I didn't want to watch the edited version. And I think it would have been way different because of all of the well-timed fucks. 
Oh, you didn't have that. Mm-mm. Well, that's why I wanted to rent it rather than watch it oh, okay. the edited. So yeah. you did rent it then. I did. Yeah. It it would make a big difference. Yeah. Um, so she's out of my league, came out in two thousand ten. Shock it. ten years ago. Man, time flies. Uh starring Jay Baruchel, Alice Eve, TJ Miller, um, Lindsay Sloan, Kristen Ritter, and I'll give a shout out to Nate Torrance because I think that was my favorite character. He played Devin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was directed by Jim Field Smith, written by Sean Anders and John Morris. Okay. Um, so to p- go along with this, the cocktail today is an aviation. Um, it connects to the movie uh, because, one, all of the guys and Jay Bruchel, Kirk in the movie, his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend also work at the TSA. So they're in aviation kind of. They're at the but, airport. And that but then the hot girl Molly lies and says that he's in aviation. Kirk, yeah, Kirk is in aviation and her ex-boyfriend's in aviation. Um yours looks all, like more blue than mine or is that just a trick of the camera? I love creme de violet, so I I I got a little heavy-handed with it. What's your recipe, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I mean, I do follow like um, like oh, I did book spill. It's okay. I've tried this before. I've done. Um, I did two shots of gin. Yes. Okay, half shot of lemon juice. I did a little bit more than that. Fourth shot of Luxardo. I probably did like a third. <laughs> and. A fourth shot of the creme de violet. Wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You said a fourth shot of Luxardo? Yeah. I did like an eighth of that. Okay. And then I... I like a third's bigger. No, 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 no. And then I did like a third of the creme de violet. My mind just wanted to hear what it wanted. I I really like aviations. It's kind of... um. I order this out a lot. I really like it, which is shocking because... This is why I was so shocked that I hated Luxardo as much as I did because it's in an an aviation. I've made this before. I've had it before. Um, But yeah, mine's a little bit um, violet because I put more in. Okay. Like mine's like a lavender. I don't know if it comes across. Like yours to me looks blue. No, I think it might be a trick of the camera. Okay. And mine, like my martini glass is half full. Like, yours looks a lot bigger. I'm still using the shot glasses. <laughs> okay. Boom. I'm actually using the proper. <laughs> nope. I mean, right, this is what they go. would do in a restaurant. They're not going to. Yeah. yeah. But All right. let's get fucked up. All right. Cheers. You don't like it. Okay. Well. Let me explain something. One, I can really taste the Luxardo. Yeah. Okay. Two, I just ate a bag of fudge-covered Oreos, so it really does not go. The aviation is not meant to go with fudge-covered Oreos. Shocking. (laughs) I don't know. I think this is like a good appetizer drink. Some 
fries, some little sliders. <laughs> Not chocolate. Not chocolate. Some so wings. I, I might have to get, <laughs> I'll get an appetizer of some cheese curls <laughs> during break. Do you have like any, um, like get a little cracker, get a little saltine, cleanse that palate. <laughs> get a little cracker. Get a little cracker. <laughs> <laughs> I have a box of saltines. I got them when my kid was sick and we took her to the emergency room the one time. So I got saltines and she refused to eat them. So I have four full sleeves minus one cracker because <laughs> I don't know what to do with fucking saltines. You basically just wait to get sick again, you know, <laughs> just have them in the reserve. <laughs> it's been a year. <laughs> Well, now you know what to do. Palette cleanse. Man, yep. I can't get over how amazing your kitchen looks. Oh, thank you. It it's, does look really nice. It's so awesome. And I love that light gray on the walls. Marie just got her kitchen redone, and it's fucking amazing. It, it, it really is. It's goals. And then our cabinet underlighting. Oh, so yeah. The cabinet underlighting, I can do blue light during the day, but then, you know, when I'm getting ready for bed, just like on the iPhone or Kindle, I do warm lighting. <sighs> that is <laughs> bougie. <laughs> bougie AF. Just like my bath foam that I still haven't popped the cork on because it's fucking bath foam. Wait, do you not, did you not get a wine cork open? I have one on top of the refrigerator. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> yeah, I really need to cut back the Luxardo. Yeah, I just, and I was even thinking, so I guess this would be like one step away from my due because another thing I make a lot of the time and I just actually posted something on Instagram is I'll make um like a, a French 75 with creme de violet. It's amazing. Okay. So that would be this minus Luxardo and plus champagne. It's called the Purple Rain. Ooh. Do you play Prince when you're making it? And if you don't, can you from now on? Yes, I think I will. And then I'll wear my husband's Purple Rain t-shirt. Yeah. But it's spelled Rain, R-E-I-G-N. But who who cares? All right. I agree. Let me su- get some of that purple gin. Okay, go ahead. Oh, yes. Empress gin. I need to add it to my Christmas list. Um, I'm going to summarize this bitch, okay? Do it. I'm going to take a sip of liquid courage first. <laughs> you need to fortify. Yeah. So this movie is about guy kind of down on his luck he's kind of i don't want to call him a slacker because it seems like he's fine at his job but he's a tsa dude never really he's not really going anywhere in life he's just kind of stuck and then he happens to meet this really hot amazing nice chick and she takes an interest in him and he has terrible self-esteem and just keeps wondering, why is she into me? Why is she into me? Why is she into me? So it's kind of their story on um, getting together, battling self-esteem issues with him and him just continuing being like, why is she into me the entire movie? Um, and that's pretty much it. 
she's out of my league. I think it's a great summary for this movie. It's one where the title just just really so, yeah yeah. I I mean he's a really nice guy. I don't think he's stuck in life. He just you know it's something that you have a lot of experience with. He just really has no ambition. No, I don't. I I I inappropriately called Kirk a slacker. I don't think he's a slacker. I. I think he has a shitty family, except for his mom, it seems like. Even his mom, though. She's borderline at best. Like, one of my first unbelievability, it's probably my second one, and I think it fits really nicely here, is his parents just kind of adopted his ex-girlfriend, who's just a terrible person. It took me until about 30 minutes before the podcast to realize how I knew the ex-girlfriend. Yes. The you other guy. Yes. Yeah. He loves you very much, Francine. Thank you. Creepy guy in the doorway. Yeah. She's also in Bring It On. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Red. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. So, wow, it's all clicking. Super iconic roles. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Lindsay oh. Sloan. Okay. Gotta see more of her. She's... she's cool and every I mean she's not cool but she's great and everything I mean if anybody listening to this podcast right now has never seen the other guys you need to drop everything that you're doing it and watch it because it's probably in my top five movies ever I mean you should dare I say stop this podcast and go watch it yeah it is that iconic yes okay good glad to get that out of the way me too yeah that's really like that's kind of that whole scene where my unbelievability starts like they're the guys when you open up and they're having this ridiculous talk about what Kirk should do with his ex-girlfriend like okay guys are gonna be weird and sometimes people have a hard time letting go but then he's there talking to his ex taking their advice about his non-stop snatch parade raw dog and randoms you're really going to say that out loud? That seems like a great idea. <laughs> and then he starts backpedaling. No, no, I don't want a dog. Yeah. Sometimes I double back. <laughs> yeah. No leakage. <laughs> this movie's filled to the brim with great quotes. Yeah. But then his ex-girlfriend's at his house, or his parents' house, rather, and her boyfriend's there, and this conversation is happening in front of the boyfriend. That's where my unbelievability starts, the fact that he was saying this in front of her boyfriend. And that, like, the ex, Marnie, is coming over to the house, not related to this family at all, except for being an ex and just bringing her new boyfriend, and his parents are totally fine with it. And then the mom sees her, kisses her on the cheek, and hugs her, and it's weird. Not supportive. Right. And they just kind of expect him to deal with it, even though it's kind of obvious that she broke his heart. Like, he's not over her, probably because he has to see her every time he's talking to his parents. Mm -hmm. And um, it really gives you the feeling that they picked her over him. Yeah. And that's what I'm sure that's how he feels. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to my next unbelievability. Let's go. And maybe this isn't unbelievable, but I found 
the way that the TSA agents were acting whenever Molly came in, I found that to be unbelievable. Like, I mean, there are some creepy dudes, but like, you still got to do your job. And that guy who's like any piercings and he's like getting the wand and stuff like that. Like the one guy just comes over to Stainer while he's like checking her in or whatever, like checking her stuff. And he's like, hey, how you doing? Like, hey, this came in, you know, like, does that really happen at like at the airport? No, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I even like before that. You see her get out of the cab and she's walking into the airport and all the guys stop like they elbow their wives or the wives elbow like it's kind of like have these people never seen a beautiful woman before? Why is this happening? And don't like she's gorgeous. Great rack. Oh my gosh, amazing. Built great. Um great personality, you know, beautiful hair, beautiful face. But it's like they've never seen a woman before. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And like she handled everything really well. It was just unreal that life stopped this much. Yeah, I agree. Oh, my cat's trying to be the sound man right now. The sound engineer. I got to shove her away. She's so, like, so neglected. I know. Let her press some buttons. Fans won't care. <laughs> That's right. Although it's really cute. Like, you know, seeing her in my head, like twisting some knobs. I just got distracted by the lack of boxes behind you. Is this the first time they have not been there since the pandemic? No, started? they haven't been there for literally two months. <laughs> they were out to the garbage a while ago. But and then I, you brought them in. <laughs> yeah. But then I do have like an astounding amount of Christmas presents up here already just to make you feel bad about yourself. Um, I don't know that I feel bad about myself. Good. I Yeah. I have started. I have finished almost all of our brother's family except for his wife. You're just about finished. I have a couple ideas for James that I want to talk to you about. Okay. I bought your child something that I think is really funny, and I hope she likes it. It'll probably be used once, but it was like $13. It's a hide the poop. Oh, my God. I saw that, and I wanted to get that for her. I'm it's, so glad you told me. It's like a hot and cold kind of a thing, and she's obsessed with that now. Yeah, she is. Hopefully, like two more months. Keep going. Just keep feeding it. So, funny story. I don't know if you have any... Um, like keys like this but our truck key like you can flip a switch and detach it so it just fits in your pocket all right so my husband always does that and it kills me because it's my husband like he's gonna lose it right yeah so guess what happened he lost it so yesterday i was talking about she's like what are you doing and i said i'm looking for the truck key and she goes oh it's downstairs and i went what she goes, I put it downstairs. So we went downstairs and she was like, it's over here. It's over here. It's over here. I go, do you really have the truck key? And she went like this and she goes, but I put it upstairs. So now I think that she got the key and put it somewhere, but can't remember where she put it. So I have to like go through every inch of this house. Oh my <laughs> God. This little like 
two inch key. I'm sorry about that. It's not your fault. Yeah. So I asked her if she was just pretending at one point, and she said yes. But then she said in the next breath, "It's upstairs." So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's. Re- I don't know what's real in her eyes anymore. She's three. Should we be taking what she says with a grain of salt? Yes. Yeah. God, that would be so fucking funny though if she was just like hiding. I thought you were gonna say she started playing hot and cold with you, like to find the key. Oh, I wish she would. <laughs> I got it. Like she has like sixteen purses around the house. <laughs> She's a fashionista. Yeah, she is. She is. Uh, do you want to give one of your next unbelievabilities? Um. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna skip. Like, I have a lot of comments, so I guess I'll just save them. I have so many too. Okay, good. Uh, my next unbelievability goes like pretty far ahead. Like, since we covered the whole Marty and his parents thing, I'm gonna skip over that and just talk about Molly wearing a sleeveless dress to the hockey game. It's just super cold at the hockey game. Everyone else is wearing long sleeves. Just bring a cardigan or something. I I agree with you. And I'll go a step further. Don't wear a dress. Like a hockey game is not a dressy affair. It's jeans and a jersey or jeans and a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. some pens gear. You live in Pittsburgh. We haven't even said that this is in Pittsburgh. I know. That was one of my comments. So I looked up like a couple different Pittsburgh cocktails Oh, yeah. That's the ones I sent you. Oh, I didn't even look at them. I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. Like, they would have required an extra ingredient that I know you don't have because I didn't have. Like, both of them required even either, like, passion fruit juice or, like, mango juice. So we'll just have to keep it in mind for another Pittsburgh movie. Yeah. In case we decide to do, like, Dark Knight or something. Or the Dark Knight. Rises? Rises? Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I love it. Thanks. Uh wait, what was your unbelievability? Um, Herb wearing a sleeveless. Yes, dress. yes, 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 to the pens game. You know what? I my next unbelievability is kinda after that, I think. Um, whenever she goes to his parents' house and like the guy, the people are in the pool and Marnie comes out yelling, who wants it? Who wants it? Who wants it? And then she takes off her towel for a second and her boyfriend calls back boner patrol. That whole, like the brother was gawking. It was disgusting. I did feel really bad for Kirk watching his family the entire time. The that whole scene was unbelievable. I thought it was unbelievable that she like invited herself to his parents' house. I don't know, like I just it's their second date and she wants to meet his family. I thought it was bizarre. But mine went a little in front of that. The dad actually saying we don't flush number ones when she went to the bathroom. <laughs> like hilarious. But are you really gonna say that to someone that you met the first time? I, if I was Kirk, I would be like checking that bathroom being like, I got to make sure that there's not a number one in there already. <laughs> he 
like run and push her out of the way. <laughs> you like hockey, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, going back to the pool thing, I did think that she had the perfect response to all of their nagging. And it was really cute how like they were bugging her to swim in her underwear. And she was like, oh, that would work if I was wearing any. And she has that innocent smile. Yeah, perfect. But then the brother gets out of the pool in his underwear. So weird. It was gross. Yeah. It was just because, you know, he yanked him down and you saw the pubes. It was bad. Yeah, that getting out of the pool thing was. Did you recognize him for anything? Like, I didn't. I didn't, and I didn't even look up him either. I still have I didn't either. Oh, wait, here he is. Um, I don't recognize anything. Oh, you know what I do? He was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. Um, That's really funny. He was (laughs) uh, this main character's boring, boring boyfriend. So, very different role. Okay. Very, very different. I did like the, this goes, did you, I wasn't sure if I did or not. The slap shot regatta. Did you find that unbelievable? Mm, It didn't send off any red flags to me. I don't know. There goes Minerva. Bye, Minerva. Bye. She's fine. She's not playing with wires anymore because that's what she was doing this entire time. Cat owners, email us at toastromcoms at gmail.com. How much do you worry on like a scale of one to 10 about your cat getting electrocuted all the time? Because I want to say it's like a really real concern for me. And I just want to hear other people's thoughts. It's a real concern. It is. I worry about like a Christmas vacation situation because she loves wires. Okay, going. I on. told you about. I told you about that squirrel. Make sure she doesn't get in a transformer. Yeah, that's sad. Poor little squirrel. I know that you don't really like squirrels. They they <laughs> ravaged your house. They're just everywhere over here. You've been for walks around here. You see like fifty every walk. It's a little terrifying sometimes. It's so strange. I don't see squirrels in my neighborhood. I see chipmunks, and that's it. Um, my next unbelievability is Devin shaving Kirk's oh, pubes. Me too. But it was so funny. It His was really funny. Facial expressions. He's like getting up there. He's like, whoo, whoo. he like he slaps so out of him. I know. <laughs> it was one of the like a highlight of the movie for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think it was cringy. Like, I did not cringe at all. I just thought it was funny. Mm-mm. No, I didn't cringe at the pubes thing. I cringed uh, in other parts, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, well, I wonder if, like, I only cringed at one part. And I cringed at two. Okay, maybe. So, that was not Jay Baruchel's butt, by the way. That was a body double. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, he does not do nudity. Oh, good for him. Yeah. I'm serious. I know. It's just. It seemed like a very like. um Juicy. Yeah. And he looks like a little skinny guy. And it was like a very like. It looked like Jon Snow's butt. 
and now you know it's not his yeah maybe so. it was kid harrington maybe he was doing body double stuff in 2010 <laughs> before he booked game of thrones yep. it was kit harrington butt double oh yeah i mean he's got a nice butt everybody remembers that scene oh yeah as he's doing his aunt yikes but we all wanted it we did <laughs> We did. You know, speaking of Game of Thrones, so there's a lot of BuzzFeed articles about how people think that their chemistry was terrible, but I didn't find that. What did you think? I didn't find that. I think that people are mixing up, like, her terrible story arc. Like, they're kind of combining it in. I didn't think it was terrible at all. Like, From the moment they met until, Mm -hmm. like, she asked him for his advice. Mm -hmm. He knocked on the door. Like, I thought they did really well together. The scene in the cave when they're mining dragon glass and he takes her hand with the toy. Mm -hmm. Like, I just liked it. I, Yeah. I guess unpopular opinion. That's okay. Email us about your Game of Thrones opinions. Game of Thrones is still very much alive. It, It is. I think about it a lot. Me too. How far are you into book two? It's so slow moving. Like even more slow moving than book number one. And I mean, (laughs) I've told you that I read it in between my book club books, but like I get on a Theon chapter. I get on a Catelyn chapter. No. You just got to skim those bitches and get to the ones you want to like go through there get the gist of what's happening and move on with your life Yeah, because you're going to get to like a brand eventually and you're going to be like, Oh my God, I want to die. You know, in book two brands don't bother me as much because it's all different stuff with Jojen and, um, what's Mira. Th- yeah. Thank you. And Mira. So I've been enjoying getting that different kind of a mm-hmm. version than what happens on the show. Yeah, that is different. Yeah. Um, what do you have any more unbelievabilities? Um, uh, just why they broke up. Yeah, I do. Why they broke up. Um, he brought up the towel of love at that point, and I thought that was really poor taste because it was kind of like hot shaming her. While I, I agree with you about that aspect, I don't find it unbelievable. Really? Mm hmm. Do you want? I, I just I didn't think it was believable. Like, you're there, you're making out with someone, and then all of a sudden you get too self conscious to continue and want to have. Like, I just thought that that conversation wouldn't have taken place at that point. Maybe after, but not before. That's a good point. But then I guess if that had happened, would that would the, if that conversation had taken place after they had sex, would that have made him look bad? Like he was just holding out to have sex with her before. Maybe it would. Yeah, that's also a good point. Yeah. I don't know. I just. People are super insecure. And I just didn't find it unbelievable. Back to playing with wires. No, she's scratching our Ikea chair. 
and looking at me like, bitch, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) I'll start throwing pens at her. (laughs) If she keeps going, I'm going to start throwing pens at her. She, Um, She doesn't scratch any other furniture in the house except for this one fucking chair that we actually really like. Like all of our other couches and stuff are like old as shit. I guess she did ruin the underside of our bed, but no one sees it, so it doesn't matter. But this chair, I feel like we this cat uh, this podcast is so much like adventures in cats and toddlers. <laughs> Re- rebrand. You get a little bit of movie mixed in there, and a lot uh, of drunk. Yeah. And then my last unbelievability. Did you have any more? I had two more. Okay. Go ahead. Um, At the very end, stop the plane. And he gets out that big fucking wrench. He's like, no problem. Yeah. That whole end scene. Like, from Kirk, like, giving that big speech as the plane's pushing back. Like, dude, you work TSA. You know how planes work. You can't just get off. Did I love it? Yes. Did I find it ridiculous? Yes. Oh, and then they flash back to him sitting in the seat. And Dylan is just, his fingers flipped off (laughs) right next to his face. And it stays there. And I loved it so much. I laughed so fucking hard. That was great. (laughs) I'm glad that it seems like you liked this movie. I did like the movie. Yeah. Um. And then the physical fight with Marnie at the end. Like after they get off the plane. That was um, unreal. Yeah. I didn't even have that listed, but you're totally right. Like they would have both been arrested. Maybe not Kirk because he's trying to run from her, I guess. But he threw her off like a little... I don't even know what those are called. Like a service trolley. Like he knocked her off with a backpack. That's not going to happen. But she did clothesline him like super hard. Yeah. Do you think that would have, I, I myself have never been clotheslined. So I'm not exactly sure how that goes, but would that have happened that hard? It depends on how firm her arms out, I guess, because I feel like you close somebody and like, you're going to like, you know, yeah. like limp arm and like, it'll just get pushed back and it's not going to knock them down. You got to be like, Ugh. Yep. <laughs> Just growl next time you go to clothesline somebody. It'll happen. It'll give you strength. It's like um, karate when you go like, hi-ya! Yep. Uh, that's all my unbelievabilities. Uh, I have one more. And yeah. it's um, on the plane with Patty and Molly. And Molly realized that her phone is missing and she uses Patty's phone to call. And that whole exchange between Patty and that dude... Oh, I loved it. It was so fucking funny. Are you a plane doctor? Oh, no? I, I then shut that. the fuck up. <laughs> so much. Shit in your hand. <laughs> I hope you just saw the spit that flew out of my mouth when I said shit. I, I did not. Okay. Oh, that was so funny. I was I I was surprised that her and Stainer never got together in the end. I, w- I thought that was on its way. I thought it would have been a wonderful credit scene. Like if you just go and they're like 
you know, wake up in bed together. I guess it's kind of like what happened with Spy and Melissa McCarthy and um, Jason Statham. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Another another drop it and go watch it. But it has to be unedited. Yes. Yes. That's another movie that uses the hard seat, right? Yeah. And it's so good. But you can't even be like, I never get mad that someone says it. But uncomfortable. You can't even be uncomfortable with how she uses it. So I love funny. it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I'm just playing that in my head. I know. <laughs> uh, there are so many good like quotes and stuff. Like this was super fast, but it made me laugh for so long that I had to pause the movie. Whenever Stainer says chasm, and Devin looks at him and goes no and then he goes oh chasm yeah (laughs) like it's so small but it had such a funny (laughs) result i like that the at the end when stainer goes to get him off the plane he and the flight attendant goes you have no authority on this airplane he goes you better believe i do (laughs) (laughs) no but it was so funny because he doesn't even stop to think. No. Like, the words aren't even out of her mouth that he says it. Was he the guy who yelled TSA, motherfucker? <laughs> Why did he yell that? I wrote it down and la- and laughed about it, but I don't even remember. Oh, at the know. bowling alley. At the bowling alley. He was getting in a fight with the guy. <gasps> TSA, motherfucker. Yeah, that's right. That was so funny, though, whenever he rolled that ball down. (laughs) I mean, that's how you start an altercation. It was the it's the one other time I've seen him other than office Christmas party. TJ Miller. Yeah, I don't know anything else that he has been in except these two movies. Silicon Valley and Deadpool. Okay, that's why I don't know him. Okay, I mean. He used to be in the Mucinex commercials until Jason Manzukas took over, which is an upgrade. Um, but TJ Miller went crazy. You know that, right? No, I know nothing about this. I can't remember the specifics, but... And he had to, like, just leave from the spotlight. No, I have no idea. I didn't know this. When was this? He's still alive, isn't he? Yeah, he's still alive, but he called in a bogus bomb threat? Mm-hmm. while aboard an Amtrak train. So that's bad. He was released on a $100,000 bail and is now awaiting trial. Um, okay, and then in 2016, he was assaulting an Uber driver. And then the f- over a disagreement about Donald Trump. And then the following year... He and his wife were kicked out of a casino. Oh, this is why I remember this. So this is why he had to like leave the spotlight. So he said really bad things about transgender people. No, that's unfortunate. Yeah. And I get, I think, I, I think he has some mental health issues that he needs to work out. I guess he was showing up drunk and high to the Silicon Valley set. So. Well, 
Well, calling in bomb threats on a train you're about to board is not normal. Like that's typical. dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. You, don't, you should don't do that, folks. Yeah, don't do that. So because he was like very much like in all of these like little comedic because I don't think he was in maybe he was in Deadpool too, but I feel like he was pretty big for a while. And then this just happened. It's like, you know, what happened to Mel Gibson? <laughs> he ruined his whole persona. Yeah. Apparently, hate- unreasonable hatred towards one type of people will do that for you. <gasps> what? I know. That's Shocking. so weird. Shitting on people who have done nothing wrong to you? It- it's just not a good idea. So weird. Oh, man. It's almost as if, as if you should just be nice to people and treat everybody with respect. But what do I know? Are you sure? Mm, maybe. Okay. I'm, I'm like 50-50. I'll consider it. Do you think listeners will um, recognize that as sarcasm? I hope they do. Bernard has a hard time recognizing my sarcasm after like 10 years of knowing me. Well, probably more than 10 years of knowing me, like 14 years of knowing me. So I'm not sure. The only person's sarcasm that I still have a hard time recognizing to this day is our brothers. Yes. And it's been almost 40 years for me. Yep. No, so. 30. But yeah, for me. I guess I guess less than that because we didn't really understand speech <laughs> for a while. Uh, do you know what's great, though, is... <laughs> Uh, fucking with your nieces and joking around with them and being sarcastic when they don't understand it yet. (laughs) It's like some of my best memories with his children. Look out, Lily. Your time's coming next. (laughs) Sometimes I'll say something. George will look at me. I go, yeah, that's called sarcasm. (laughs) So so wait till she pulls that one out on you. It's going to happen. Nothing's going to be better than Jesus Christ. <laughs> we don't say that. Uh, that's so funny. It was hilarious. Man, and it's funny because I don't think you say it, but dad and I say it like all the time. Yeah. No, uh, Bernard says it a lot. Oh, okay. And I, I caught myself yesterday, so I think I do say it like, Something happened, like someone abruptly stopped while we were driving, and I went, Jesus. Well, I mean, I feel like that's just like a reflex at this point that you can't control. Right. But so it does come out. I just don't think I recognize it as much. Man, if James was in here with all of these digressions, he would be losing his shit. He would have found some way to politely guide us back. Politely. That's that's nice. So my cringe before we get to obstacles was the whole make out jizz in your pants dog that starts to lick the jizz on the pants. Like, it was so gross. It was really bad. And then her parents came in, just happened to come in. And then he won't get up from the couch to shake the hand. I mean, I get it. But that looks awful. Like, how do you even go about, like, I mean, I guess you could be like, I'm so sorry. I think I'm going to vomit. I have to go. Like, how do you even? The 
and I, I can't, the only thing that I could have seen working is like for him to spill his wine on his pants. Oh, that's a really good idea. But how do you make that go in the jizz spot? Or even just seem believable because I feel like, or, yeah, yeah that, that was the only thing. That was real hard. What was your other cringe? When Marnie comes into the family dinner dressed to the nines in that dress that she denied. And she's like, she comes in and she whispers, whispers, yeah, I'm not wearing underwear. And looks at Molly. Yeah, that was bad. That was uncomfortable. I did love she wore the dress they dismissed earlier. I was like, yes. I also thought it was kind of cringy that Molly put on that sexy music. She got some glasses of wine and then she turns on her radio and and it goes. That was a Bill Withers song. It was not a porn song. It was Bill Withers. Let's calm down. I mean, it's obvious seduction music. Okay. But it's not. That's not. No. No. It's classy. You don't need music. Calm down. (laughs) Put on some background television or whatever. Just I don't know. I just think it's a little cheesy to have like a sex like a sexy like let's set the mood and get some wine and light some candles and that's not real life I'm trying to like definitely music no Mm-mm. wine no Mm-mm. candles maybe I like when I first got together with my husband really oh Interesting. But I mean, we also were in college living in a dorm with other people. Not a dorm, but an apartment. Yeah. So I think that the situation has a lot to do with that as well. But I agree with you. I didn't think it was cringeworthy, but I was surprised that she would do it. Mm-hmm. Um obstacles. I think it's, I mean, they, I don't think him. I think she got in the relationship for the wrong reason. Oh, I thought he was an obstacle himself. No, 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 no. I, I think he was an obstacle too. Okay. But I, I started to say they both had the same obstacle, but it's not. So that's why I retracted. Okay. I think she started a relationship with him for the wrong reason. I think she so too. It. She did. Which I think was good because I think they had to address that before they moved on. Yeah. Could you get over that, though? If someone was like, I got together. If, like, some super hot guy and then he was like, I got together with you because I thought you'd be safe and would never break up with me. I don't know. It depends on what would happen after. Yeah. That that would be a really tough pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Stainer is a huge obstacle. You think? With like that whole rating system, he was the guy who basically introduced it and got into Kirk's head in the first place. That's true. And that I didn't think about that, but that makes a lot of sense with how then he had to go back and fix it. 
um because so he, that yeah oh go ahead no 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 i was gonna say he pretty much kind of like he put a really big pin in it mm-hmm. so does that mean see stan are called Kristen ritter's character i don't remember her name patty mm-hmm. weird name yeah agreed um and said like we made this happen I didn't think Patty did as much as Stainer no, did. No, I don't think she did at all. I think she was pretty supportive. I think at first she was like, really? And then she was like, okay. Right. She did that one like emergency, like fake emergency call that Molly ignored. But it's fine. It's yeah. a first date. Right. I think that's just a supportive friend, especially in today's world. You never know. So, okay. So I'm glad we're on the same page there. But yeah, I didn't think about Stainer. I was just thinking about Kirk's insecurity. But you're right. Stainer did start that insecurity. He like really got in his head. Yeah. Um, And Cam. Cam. The ex-boyfriend with the whole defect thing. That was a really dick move. It was. But I, I don't know if... Kirk wasn't feeling that insecure. I don't know if that would have mattered. Like if Cam would have mattered. I think that all played into his insecurity. True. And I didn't really think that Cam was that attractive. I didn't either. I'm so glad that you said that because I made a note that if I had to choose, I would pick Jay Baruchel because I don't, I didn't like Cam at all. No, there was just, like, I don't know if it was the hair. There was just something. I think his jaw was too strong. <laughs> like, it was too pronounced. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Oh, it's, such a, it's such an incorrect comparison. I was going to call it, like, a bulldog jaw, but it wasn't. But it was kind of like, it was just. It was a strong jaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, he's a definition of toxic masculinity. So, oh, him at, when he thought like he was talking to Kirk like he was gay was just—it was funny. Oh, it was funny. And then he gets in his foot long. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Was that another cringy moment for you, considering you just slapped your forehead? The fact that he named his plane the footlong, like, really, it can't be a footlong if you're naming it the footlong. You don't have to brag about that. No. You just wear it. (laughs) Like John Hamm wears it without underwear. Hey, sometimes it's just more comfortable. (laughs) I don't know. I don't I don't know for guys. I don't know if it is more comfortable for guys. I feel like it's fine if it's like sweatpants or something like that, but if it's jeans, it's not comfortable for anybody. I was thinking more about like boobs. Like, you know, if you're moving around a lot and they're hanging oh, there, it starts yeah. to hurt. Yeah. Like whenever you they, go down the stairs, you gotta yeah. hold them. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't it the same for balls? No, because they run with balls. But but what if they wear boxers? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're not wearing underwear or if you're wearing non-supportive underwear, don't you feel that drag on your balls? I don't know. I'm going to have to ask about it. 
that's that's the motion they make. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll re- I'll ask and you ask and we'll report back. Okay. Uh yeah. Great. Do we want a break for drink? Yes, please. All right. Sounds good. All right. Be back in a sec. Bye. Bernard got back to me about my questions. About the balls? Yeah. What do you say? What are you talking about? <laughs> Go to your question. That's absurd. <laughs> like, that. <laughs> I guess it's just different. I guess that's the difference in anatomy. I guess so. But to me, it would be worse because there, like, there's not as much support. That the, yeah, that they're hanging on to. It's just like a little flap. Or but maybe that's better. What maybe. do you think it's like whenever women with fake boobs run? Do you think it's more comfortable because they're like always up? Is it a back thing? Is it because a what? A back thing because your boobs are pulling on your back? No, because whenever I go down the stairs, it's my chest that hurts. Mm. So that's why I'm wondering if women with fake breasts, if they have it easier because they're constantly like up, like they're like not moving, mm. you know? And I, I'm like, like holding. Yeah. So they're I like. like But they're still within skin, so they would still be bouncing. But does the bag that's in it limit the bouncing? Because have you noticed, like, movies, if somebody's running around? Listen, whenever I was watching all of the Friday the 13th movies, you can tell. I'm really bad at that. I'm also bad at telling when someone's wearing a toupee, so I have no idea. Really? Yes. I mean... Honestly, though, in some of the James Bond movies, Sean Connery's toupees look, like, seamless. Yeah, I cannot tell. Um, but, no, I look at boobs, like, a lot. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I just like to see what everybody else has got. <laughs> um, and so... I like, I like your reasoning. I just, you know, I don't care. I'll look at anybody's boobs. If it's there, I'm looking. Um, but like I, I think that whenever they do run, like they seem to like stay, like they don't bounce, like they don't have like a, a movement. I don't know. Keep an eye out. Okay. And get back to me. Will do. If you find any scenes you think I should watch, I'll let you know. I'll send them your way. <laughs> All right. Moving on to chemistry here. Um, I thought that. Molly and Kirk were cute together. I really liked their first kiss. And Me it was too. super sweet. It was so innocent. Mm-hmm. I liked She's it too. her a buckle and she leans in. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, I like that Molly did make a lot of the first moves. And I think it's a testament to like what a good, maybe innocent guy Kirk is. And I thought leading up to their weird fight that they had before like before they were sleeping together leading up to it was very cute Mm -hmm. um 
So just like they did like a little montage after their dinner where Cam was and where that you saw them talking as they were walking around Market Square and downtown and sitting and talking, you know, the fact that it's ship box of a neon and it was it was bad. It was bad. But I mean, I get it. Your car's paid off. It's one less thing to worry about. Hey, yeah, it's going. Yeah. In Pittsburgh, there's an inspection, so it's passing inspection, so whatever. Yep. Whatever it looks like, it looks like it. Um, but it, it did show them, like, they before that, he was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. But then they ended up not having any trouble. Right. Which I think is the biggest thing. If you, I don't know, if you can't talk, if you can't laugh, then what's the fucking point? Right. Like, that's what keeps my relationship just so, like, fresh and new, if that, that's really cheesy. That might be the cheesiest thing I've ever said. That's nice, though. (laughs) (laughs) Your skin looks great today. Oh, thank you. The one thing that I thought was strange, and I think it was at the family dinner where his family is questioning what she's doing with him. And she's talking and she like, they're like, what are you doing with this guy? And she goes, no, it's a fair question. I'm like, but it's really not a fair question. If you want to be with him, no one should like ask that of you or be able to ask that of you and expect a response. I mean, she went through good reasons, but but she also said, I don't know. Right. So her first thing, fair question. And then the second thing, I forgot she said, I don't know. I forgot that she said fair question. So Yeah. So those. Uh, it's rough. Yeah. There are a couple of times where she does seem like kind of a shit bag. Whenever really? She, well, like that was besides one of that. besides that. And then whenever she tells her dad that he's in aviation. I didn't look at that so bad because she was also lying about her job so she it's not that she was talking bad about Kirk it's just that she knew her dad's expectations and she felt insecure being honest with him I just feel like the lying is bad well yeah like the truth is going to come out eventually eventually her dad's going to find out she's not a lawyer and taking the bar right so you know, hopefully through her relationship with Kirk, like she would realize, and those are her real parents, by the way. Oh, parents. I didn't know that. That's yeah. fun. Uh-huh. I thought it was too. And I think that both of them, Cam and her dad are actual pilots. I think. So. I can see that. There you go. Um, I liked their meet cute. Because Kirk was the only person at the airport that wasn't acting like a complete douchebag. And he was like, come on, man. Like, what are you doing? Can you just let her go through? You know that there's nothing. You just put that across your tie belt. Like, just let her go. Yeah. Like, he came across really cool and normal. Yeah. Like, the genuine nice guy who's not a sap at the same time. Right. Um. And I don't think he's someone that you would like automatically friend zone. Yeah. 
I mean, I think he's cute. Like, don't get me wrong. He's very little, which for you and I is a problem because they might break. He had, I'm not sure this is appropriate, but I'm going to say it anyway. He had the most erect nipples on a man that I've ever seen. I don't think that's inappropriate. I I just, I didn't notice erect nipples. I just noticed small nipples. Mm. I think that's because they were so erect. They were like pushed up maybe he was cold (laughs) maybe turkey's done you know i do know trust me (laughs) barter tells me all the time (laughs) uh and maybe this is i think this is a part of chemistry i thought it was really cute at the hockey game that patty had to tell kirk hey molly's into you Mm. yeah I thought that was cute too. And at the hockey game as well, like when she casually leans over and puts her head on his shoulder, like, like I thought that was really cute. And, you know, I don't know if this fits in chemistry, but I do want to say this whenever he confessed to jizzing in his pants. (laughs) Honesty is the best policy, even if it's about jizzing in your pants. I like, and again, like, I didn't know that his good looking friend from like anywhere, but how he told him, just tell her, (laughs) tell her. And then Patty was like, no one's going to say that out loud unless it's true. (laughs) Can we talk about, and we're not going to name names, but the entire time I was watching this, I was thinking about your friend who went to high school with Kristen Ritter and how she said she was such a bitch. I don't remember. Yeah, I can't believe you don't remember saying it because I think I was talking about really liking Jessica Jones. I just kept thinking about that the entire time I was watching the movie. How did I forget this? I have no idea. That's lab stuff that stays in my brain forever. <laughs> There's like a special compartment. <laughs> it's like work stuff, life hacks, life life skills, celebrity. <laughs> I like how two of those you could actually use were on one side and the other side. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Frontal lobe, cortex. I don't fucking know. No, I don't either. I just know they're all connected. Are we done with chemistry? I mean, the guys. What do you think about the guy friends chemistry? Super normal. Like, I mean, like, believable. Like, it seemed like typical dudes i think that they like all met each other later in life when they began working at tsa no stainer got him the job they knew each other in like kindergarten okay because remember that that pee pants story and that's how he got his name stainer but that was stainer and kirk what about devin and the other guy who's hot i got the impression that they knew each other okay yeah. Oh, before we move on from chemistry, I want to talk about how cute the 21st birthday party for Molly's sister was. I love the Hall and Oates tribute band. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was good. Oh, my goodness. I loved it. He blew his hair out. Sander blew his hair out. It was fantastic. Although, I don't know which one's Hall and which one Oates. 
but the mustache guy looked I mean neither of them look like hollow notes but it was just the mustache guy really struck me as not being the mustache guy from hollow notes he didn't have the jerry curl doesn't doesn't that guy have yeah I he does he has a jerry curl right Daryl Hall, John Oates. Do you remember watching them on American Idol? One time American Idol was doing Hollow Notes cover like songs and you just look in the crowd and the one of them was like crying because he was so happy or proud that they were doing his songs. It's like Hollow Notes, mm-hmm. I love your music, but mm-hmm. you are eighties pop. John Oates is the one with the Jerry Curl and the mustache. Okay. Good to know. I it is good to know, and he's really hanging on to that mustache. <laughs> I just wanted you to know that. Is it still good? No, <laughs> it's it's really gray and it looks not super thick. <laughs> Age, time, time. What a bitch! Nothing fucks you harder than time, as Braun would say. Oh, my God. It is the absolute God's honest truth. Uh, it really is. Daryl Hall still looks, like, pretty good. Although I'm not convinced that he hasn't had some work done. <clears throat> the one thing I'll add is I thought that Patty and Stainer should get together because I did think their chemistry was would have been, like, a good from, like, hate to love thing. I did like at the, um, the party, too, whenever he was being... Um, Daryl Hall, as we know now, whenever yeah. he would, he went like this, he gave her the finger and she looked at him like, did a double take? Like, did you notice yeah. that? I don't think I did notice that. I think he was singing something like you and then they made out contact and he went like gave her the finger. Oh, I just noticed her like looking and smiling at him a lot. I didn't notice the finger. Oh, That's right. why I thought like, they might get together later. Yeah. No, there was definitely definitely hatred there. So, moment they fell in love. I think hard. It's very hard. I think for her, it was at that party. Mm-hmm. Whenever when he gave that speech, mm-hmm. yeah, I completely agree with that. I'm wondering for him if it was whenever she came to his parents' house and she was able to handle it and like give kind of like give it back and like always know the right thing to say. I don't know. Like sh- he's who I'm hung up on. Yeah, about things like was he too insecure to ever like let himself fall in love with her like in terms of like she's just gonna break up with me whatever like should I even get this attached that's a really good point so maybe like when he wants to get off the plane like when he does that he realizes like he does love her because it is a possibility kind of thing I yeah I I think that has a lot of merit to it thank you you're welcome that, that they have a future. Mm-hmm. Okay. You've convinced me. Dog or daughter? I don't know if it's anything. Oh, my God. It's Murphy's nose whistle as he's snoring. 
Ja. <laughs> Poor thing. He probably has like sleep apnea or something. He's so bad. He's but he's, he's lost so much weight though. He did. He did lose a lot of weight. He he's a good boy. He just he snores worse than dad sometimes. It is crazy loud. The only time that James snores is whenever he sleeps on his back. And I remember I sent this gif. It was like, um, it wasn't a gif. It was a meme. I sent it to mom once and she thought it was the funniest fucking thing. It was a guy snoring on his back. And he said the reason why men snore when they lay on their back is their balls plug up their butthole. So there's nowhere for the air to escape. <laughs> and I think there's some truth to that. <laughs> Physiologically, it makes sense. <laughs> um, so do they stay together? I hate to say this, but I say no. Hi. I don't. I think they got a nasty breakup coming in the future, maybe like two, three years about him not achieving his goals. And, like, staying a TSA agent. Like, I don't know. That's the vibe I got for some reason. I can't. So, I want to say they do because they accept each other. But then she's so dishonest with her dad. But I can't. Like, I don't understand how that would affect their relationship. So, like, I, I guess I can see how it would affect their relationship, but I just get, I don't know. For some reason, I'm sticking on that. I mean, that's fine. I really could see it that way, but for me, I don't know. Something gives me vibes like they're not staying together. Like, something's going to come up later. Some kind of insecurity is going to come back up, and it's going to blow up. And they won't be able to stay together. Like, I just don't see it being permanent. She did have trouble with the whole TSA thing. Like, you could see that from their yeah. conversation. So I think what you says say what you said has merit. I just don't want to believe it. I know. Because it was such a feel-good movie. Like, the end was so good. Yeah. I mean, you saw how it ended. I don't want to give it away, but like, is that one step? That's different did, than. Did they put like a time progression? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. Okay. Cause I wanted to make sure I was looking for it because that's what I always look for at the end of credits, like two months later, six months later, one year later. And I thought that was really cute the end of the movie where he ends up getting his pilot license and he goes, have you ever been to San Francisco? Great. We're going to Cleveland. I thought that was hilarious. Hey, guess what guys? Cleveland's great. Like, Cleveland is great. Like it's so cool there. It might be sacrilege to be a Pittsburgher and say Cleveland is great because you know, Brown Steelers. I think that's the only rivalry, right? I think so. But Pittsburgh always calls it the mistake on the lake. Yeah, but it's actually, like, really cool. Like, downtown Cleveland's really cool. Like, the Playhouse Square where they have that giant chandelier. There's great food. There's great parks. Like, Cuyahoga. Like, it's all right there. And 
I really like Cleveland and it's only two hours away. So if you live in Pittsburgh and you're looking for something to do, go to Cleveland. Cleveland's really cool. Yep. Yep. I liked at the end of this movie that I liked the role reversal. You know what I mean? Like the girl kind of went after the guy um, and she gave the I want you back speech. Like the hot girl is giving this I want you back speech to like this kind of like plain Jane kind of, you know, and I thought that was really nice. Um, I don't know. It was just a really feel good ending. I like their kiss. I like the family like rooting for them except for Marnie, but she's just a bitch. So it doesn't matter, but definitely leave this movie feeling like happy. Yeah. What's your iconic scene in this movie? Do you have one? Okay. It's the cringe scene. The jizz? Mm-hmm. Really? Why is it your iconic scene? That's all I think of with this movie. Okay. Captain Pickles. That's all I think of. Oh, I do like the name Captain Pickles for, like, that huge dog. It's completely ridiculous, and I love it. Like, that's how I feel with, like, cats or, like, senior animals, like, Mr. or Mrs. or, like, Captain or, like, oh, Admiral. Just having a cat or a giant-ass senior dog and having him named Admiral. But it has to be something ridiculous after, like, Admiral, I don't know. I don't know. Admiral Fluffy? Admiral. Yeah. Admiral. Like, Admiral Cotton or, like. Admiral, like now all I can cuddles. Admiral yes. cuddles. Ooh, perfect. I can yes. see like a giant, like a Crookshanks kind of cat from Harry mm-hmm. Potter, where it's like a big Always fluffy one, smushed looking. in face. Admiral cuddles. Oh perfect. my god! I need another cat. <laughs> but you have to be may, have it be like grumpy looking. Yeah. Admiral cuddles. Yeah. I don't think Minerva would do good with that. No, I mean she is cuddly on her own terms like today she's been with with another cat oh no you're totally right she she would get super jealous why do i have and this is why i think it's me i have the clingiest animals i want them to need me so much and this has made them super clingy and super like affection driven and that's that uh, that's the reason why I can't have two dogs, two cats because I think the difference in species makes them not attack each other because it's like okay, you love you, you love you and it's okay. Yeah. I, like it does come out as I watched my kid today like go across like a playground with a metal grate and she was like holding on for dear life. As there was no way she could ever fall off. And like it took her about 45 seconds to cross three feet. I'll send you the video. I was like, oh my God, I need to let go a little bit. (laughs) I need to teach her to be less cautious now. James always thinks of stuff like, oh, I got to introduce Izzy to this. I got to introduce Izzy to this. And I'm like, honey, she's like a very cautious little kid. I don't think she's going to like this. No. He needs to because she needs she needs to she needs to learn that it's okay. What if she just like wears a helmet everywhere and that's like her just like little protection, like you know what, you're not gonna get hurt because you're wearing a helmet, so if you fall down it's gonna be fine. 
I went up there while like she went on and I was like jumping up and down with both feet. I was like, look, you won't fall. It's fine. I'm going to tell her that alligators live in there. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm going to tell her that a evil clown lives down there. Ooh. Well, one, she won't know what a clown is, so that's fine. Oh. I mean, yeah. She has no idea what a clown is. Clowns are... I, I'm i not, like, super freaked out by clowns, but, like, they're not great. It depends on their makeup. I will... Like, there was the couple clips I've seen of what's... Not it, but what's the clown movie where he wears black and white makeup? The dis- Destroyer? or I don't know. I'll have to look it up. It creeps me out there was one clip buzzfeed showed and i was like nope i can't even watch this clip and nothing happens i have no idea what you're talking about i'll find it is it a scary movie yeah i don't know iconic scene i haven't given mine yet you haven't given yours yet what do you think no all i can think of is the shaving of the balls i loved it so much devin's face just like Two dudes working together to get nice looking pubic area. And even like leading up to it when Devin's like at the door and he just puts like the little finger on the door. You doing okay? <laughs> Should I come in? Oh. I I did not like the one thing I don't know if I needed. I don't know if I needed that the one friend slept with Devin's wife. I think that could have been left out of the movie and it would have been fine. I think so, too. I don't think that was necessary because I think they should have kept Devin as is. Like, he found his woman. He has mm-hmm. a great life. It's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally agree with you. I loved him. I loved his whole Disney references. Yeah. And I knew I knew the name Nate Torrance from something, but that I... I didn't realize until I was reading the facts that he's in Zootopia. Like, he's mm-hmm. the voice of... And I was like, oh, that's how I know that voice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, I I just loved him. I loved his character. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. Oh, I... I did think this was, like, a really beautiful ode to Pittsburgh. I think the scenes that they shared... We're great. I've never seen Market Square look that amazing. Well, yeah. Except no. for Christmas. Christmas. That one restaurant where they ate at Market Square, like, they just did that for the movie. Yeah. And, I mean, Market Square, Christmas time, it's wonderful. It really is. They have, like, those little houses, those little, like, they have, like, um, mar- like a little, like, market kind of a thing there. Um... But I, I really did love going through this movie and being like, I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. I know where this is. They had one scene with like a bridge in a park. And I was like, wait, where is that? Oh, that's a oh, North yeah. Shore. Yeah. I remember that. I was like, oh, is this still Pittsburgh? I was like, yes, it is. It's Yeah. So it was really nice. And then there was one scene where Permanis was in the background. And I was trying mm-hmm. to like do like a Yinzer accent to James because we were watching it together. James loves this movie. Um, he, I, he, he was the person who made me watch it like way back when actually. So that's how I know about it. But I was like, damn it. Like, I wish I could do a sweet Yenzer accent like James can because he does great. 
And like the only thing that I do that's super yinzer is like with a, like whenever something ends in er or ur something like that, like sour power, mm. our like right. If I'm super fast in a sentence, like I'm saying it that way, but like I try to do like a Pittsburghese accent, like yeah, yins want to go permanies, like oh, it just doesn't no. work. I know. No. I know. It's terrible. Can you do a Yinzer accent? I mean, I can do the normal the normal words, like if you're going downtown and like Downtown. Like downtown's not even a thing. Like that's just like what you say. Yeah. You go downtown and you know, if you wanna go I can't. I know. It's so when I'm thinking about it. Like sometimes people will call me on it. Like when I when I was working, they would call me on it a lot. But I don't i can't do it consciously i say certain things like sled riding pittsburgh is that really mm-hmm. what they, do other people call it sledding yeah sounds fucking weird right sled riding is absolutely pittsburgh i had no idea yeah it's it sounds dumb sledding yeah sled sled, no i couldn't even i know um, like lightning bug is pretty Pittsburgh. Nebby, slippy. Like I use slippy all the time. Red I use nebby all the time. Right up my room. Mm-hmm. I've actually been starting to say gum band, which is something that I've never said in my life except for like the past couple of years. Yeah. Versus rubber band, gum mm-hmm. band. Yeah. I never say buggy like for a shopping cart. No, I don't either. It's always like need to get a cart. Yeah. Can you carts, think- carts less work? Yeah. Can you think of any Pittsburgh words that you use? Like, Mm-mm. not off the top of my head. I mean, like for James though, whenever he gets super worked up, it comes out. Like whenever he's playing a video game and he gets really upset, like you can really hear it. I love that. That's his when he gets super worked up. <laughs> when he's like, yeah, it really is. Yeah, because I remember, I, I wanna, I can't remember who it was, but one actor, maybe it was Ben Affleck, was trying to play like a Pittsburgh. Like somebody was trying to play like a Pittsburghese, and they were like, "No, that accent's too ridiculous," and they were like, "No," but I don't think it's ridiculous. No, I don't think so either. But I love the Pittsburgh skyline. I think it's great. You see PPG. You see the melon. You see. Yeah. You saw Point State Park when they were on Mount Washington. PNC Park. Yeah. How about that throwback with the igloo? Was that the Civic Arena? Mm Mm-hmm. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was. It wasn't PPG. It wasn't the PPG arena. It was the igloo. Yeah. I do miss that place. It was so cool. It was really cool. And it totally did just look like an igloo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was awesome. Now it's a big parking lot. Yep. But the PPG arena is pretty amazing. Oh, it's super nice. So the shitty thing about the igloo is that you could not see everything depending on what seat you were. Like, I remember I got boned. Like, there were so many times that I went there and I was like, sit, like, because at 
the school I went to, I went to Duquesne and they had a bunch of specials for like student nights or whatever. Uh, and they had a bunch of like student special nights and you could get like discounted, but like I was always behind a fucking pole. <laughs> always. Why do you think that's the student scene? Yeah. <laughs> so, but PPG Arena, it's not like that anymore. You have good view everywhere. Same with concerts and shit like that. Like, you just, it's fine. That's great. Yeah. Pittsburgh's a great town, too. I will, I don't think it's as cool as Cleveland. No, I think it's cool. Like, I think it's way cooler. Than Cleveland? Mm Mm-hmm. Here's why I say that. You go to Cleveland and, like, everything's in one spot. I disagree. You go... You drive downtown and everything's there. So you just walk everywhere. I disagree. In Pittsburgh, you can go. There's like cool stuff everywhere, which is like, you know, there's you can go to South Side, you go to Squirrel Hill, but you have to really drive everywhere. No, because that's the thing with Cleveland, too. Like there's Tremont. There's another like hip like place where there's a bunch of like it's like a south side and i can't remember what the town is called but like there's a bunch of hip little shops and like some kind of hipster restaurants like i feel like it's very much the same kind of a thing okay so while i like cleveland i maybe it's bias but i do think pittsburgh is better but like pittsburgh skyline is so unique it is with the hill there and you go through the tunnels and you just see it. Going yeah. through the tunnels and seeing everything, it, to this day, it makes me smile. Like, it's just so fucking cool. Bring more stuff to downtown. We need more stuff downtown. It's such a cool place to be. I still want to go to that beer garden that's on the roof of that um green skyscraper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where Monaco is, I think. I don't know. Okay. Like, I know Monaco, but I don't know if that's where it is. Yeah. And Gaucho. Do you know Gaucho? Mm-mm, not okay. at all. Well, they just moved to Tenpenny's spot, and they bought them out, and now they have, like, a really beautiful, like, rooftop area, so now I really want to go there, too. Fucking coronavirus ruining all of our plans. Absolutely. I'm so looking forward to taking my kid to go see like Disney shows at the Benedum or Heinz Hall and like just seeing like sitting there. It's so magical. Like I know I've talked to you about it before, but every time I see a live show, I just like cry. Like they just move you. I know. So it's just I just can't wait. Like I hope we get back to that. And you know, I have hope now that maybe so, if we're talking about stars for this movie, mm-hmm. what would you give it? I would give it a four. I agree with you. I was going to go four, too. I think it's more calm than rom. Mm-hmm. And just for those little pieces of mischemistry, like her saying fair question, things like that. Yes. And if you go towards, like, believing they're not going to end up together, I think that's not. I know, which I do. I really can see it happening for, like, a couple of years, and then I'm just kind of, like, breaking. I just don't see it lasting. Yeah. So, 
Um, martini glasses. We, we just, just did. did. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. How drunk are you? I have coffee from this morning heating up to kind of like jolt myself. That's awake. awful. <laughs> it's disgusting. I've only been awake for three hours, so I mean, it's fine. I mean, did you see my uh, my Snapchat? Like, I had her out at the playground at, at 8 a.m. this morning. We were literally running around the soccer fields and tennis courts at, like, 8.25. God, that's so early. And then we went for a half mile walk, and then we were running around the yard, interpretive dancing <sighs> to the chimes, and then pooping on the potty for 45 minutes. Oh. So... <sighs> But she napped. That's great. No, that's a huge win. It really is. She's still is. napping. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I want to go back. I, thought, I want to rewind to what we were saying about Pittsburgh. Rewind. Rewind. I want to say how cool it was to see the Warhol Museum. I was like, this has to be in Pittsburgh. I was like, no, that's not in Pittsburgh. I was like, but it's the World Museum. It has to be in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Like, there were, like, two sides of me fighting about it mm-hmm. until I saw them do the hockey game. Yep. Yep. And you saw Dupuis and, like, you saw, like, it was a good blast from the past kind of a thing. Yeah, it was. Um. Yeah. I The Warhol Museum was kind of cool. Um, I do. I just love that it showcased Pittsburgh in such a way. Uh, I feel like if you live in Pittsburgh, you just have like super Pittsburgh pride. Um, Pittsburgh's a great place, great place to live, great food here. Like you don't think about it, but like there's great food, like Lawrenceville, Southside, just like all these little gems everywhere. Um, it's a big city. It's a big city without the big city feel. Mm-hmm. Like you have something for everyone here. Like you can walk the entire city. You can walk the entire city of Pittsburgh in probably like an hour. <laughs> yeah, you can. Like downtown. Like it's super easy. Yeah, we uh, need more stuff there. We do. But um, there's a new restaurant that I'm going to this weekend that I'm super pumped about. They have like an outdoor heated kind of a thing. Uh, it's called Bridges and Bourbon. Okay. They have a lot of bourbon, obviously, but they also have like a ton of cocktail specialties. They have like a really nice menu. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think this is a definite like, like couples can watch this and there's some, and like it's funny for both people. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, at a hundred and what, 41 or 49 minutes? No, 144 minutes. It was a little bit longer than I like. <laughs> yeah i suppose but it was fast moving you didn't feel like it was an hour and 24 yeah. minutes no for sure it it was it was a cute movie yeah um and it's shorter what do you want to do working girl next yeah let's do it i've never seen working girl bernard was like is that a considered a rom-com and i was like i consider it a rom-com but it definitely has its drama pieces to it but it's such a classic well like a lot of people consider how stella got her groove back a rom-com and that has its drama pieces so maybe yeah we'll have to do that at some point yeah Yeah. i can see that for sure um yeah so working girl that sounds good that'll be the next one i 
I fucking love Harrison Ford. I'm so pumped. Oh, you'll love him in this movie. So fucking hot. Although we might have to do a tequila movie. Uh, or a tequila drink. All right. That's fine. Hey, we got the Terramana. I didn't get Terramana. I got Terramana. Oh, yeah. You have Terramana. <laughs> yeah. It's available at like normal liquor stores here in PA. So nice. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So. So until working, girl, please watch it. So you know what we're talking about. Uh, Even though Allison's stellar summaries, why would you need to watch any movie yeah, when she talks about what it's about? I know. You don't need to. You have everything from this podcast to get Although an accurate. I don't, I don't know if Working Girl is a title that summarizes the movie. So, oh, Damn it. <laughs> damn it. It's about a girl who works. <laughs> it's about a girl who works. He meets that guy. And he gives her problems. And uh, they bone. That's just my prediction. <laughs> if I don't see Harrison Ford's dick, I'm going to be mad. I'm just kidding. Okay. okay. I was going to be like, you're going to be mad. <laughs> no, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think he does nudes. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> um. So until next time, watch up. Drink up. And, and cheers. cheers.